0: Welcome back, you poop deck swabbers, top sail swingers, big sword slingers, and magic wingering pirates uh, to another day aboard the Tidebreaker on this week's episode of Dead Men Roll No Crits. Uh, this beer, GM and fellow crewmate Patrick here. We've got a special adventure this week as I'm joined by some new and old friends here on the show. Some ghoulish bedfellows and haunted crew cabins await ye for this is our spooktacular halloween special this year and a special it is because i've killed off all the main crew and characters and replaced them with some pirate mummies i mean pirate dummies uh say hello everyone to what i affectionately call the C team, S-E-A team, around these parts. That's uh, It's some past guests in the form of John, Donald, Jim, and Jonathan. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, pretty good. Fabulous. Uh, Ooh, I, I
1: didn't know it was going to be
0: Halloween. Yeah, Ooh. I was about to say, <laughs> I didn't tell you beforehand, and it's a little, a little early because we're we're recording this in spooky September. <laughs> but indeed, September. I believe this episode is coming out on Halloween, so what better time? And there's definitely not going to be any kind of undead or vampire or other horrific monster in tonight's episode. It'll be a very plain vanilla pirate adventure tonight.
2: Are we finally getting the uh, the tea time episode that's been promised for years?
0: <laughs> yes. All, the, all it is is social interaction rules and there's some gambling below deck. Yeah, and I feel bad because uh, Jonathan or or John, I should say, uh, you were on a an episode where you were a, I think the crew was maybe level four with your character, uh, Crindle, and that was also like a horror themed episode because <laughs> it was when you, we were taking on the um, the undead uh, ship, the ship of the dead. Um, definitely nothing like that going on again. Well, that's <laughs> fine, because,
2: I mean, it, it totally, uh, totally steered my purchases for the level up. And, uh, <laughs> if you're saying that this is horror themed, I may or may not be totally cool with my my choices.
0: Uh-oh. Uh, but yes, everyone, welcome back to the show. Um, we have previously, if, if our listeners recall, met all of your guys' characters in past episodes and integrated you into... I will say now one of the oddest arrangements of a, a pirate crew this side of Galerion. Uh, the the Tidebreakers got a is a very weird band uh, of crewmates. It reminds me a great deal of um, the the One Piece pirates. It's uh, every port they go into, they get a another. Um, it's like the the island of misfit toys, you know. <laughs> so here. With with your guys' characters, we have a bard, an inventor, and a, a sorcerer and a wizard. Is that right? I
3: <laughs> Sounds right.
0: I believe so. I'm right. I don't think that's in the actual order that I said your names <laughs> earlier. But uh, Um We're we're coming back and, and the first time we met all your characters was like kind of like a one off where you guys were inter- introduced to the the main crew. And at this point, um at this point's adventure, you guys have been, you know, with the, the tidebreaker for some time. And, um, at the start of this adventure, the rest of the crew, or I should say the you know, captain Cassius and his officers have been exploring the wreck of a ship called the Brine Banshee, um, that is settled on the ocean's bottom off of an Island right outside the eye of Abendago. So the setting, as we, we, Pull in on the Tidebreaker is not raging storms, but completely gray uh, clouds as far as the eye can see to the north. Maybe a, a, a kind of sliver of uh, pink and orange skies behind you to the south. And every once in a while, maybe some little stinging rain and uh, sideways winds washing over the, the ship as it rests over where the, the captain and his crew are, are deep diving underwater these northern waters of the shackles uh, skirt in the eye are uh, a little tumultuous uh, you, you've weathered like one or two storms over the last couple of days your vessel has been looking around this area but um, so far the captain has already pulled some amazing treasure off the seafloor so it's been worth it to to get this close to this giant unmoving hurricane And and we find all four of your characters on a a rum break between maybe shipboard duties, uh, maybe watching as people play cards below deck, or you hear Rosie Cuswell playing some music. Um, wh- where do you think your characters are, what what might they do in, in their downtime here? Uh, I know, Crindle, you've got a, an instrument, correct?
2: Yeah, um, probably. Trying to mostly keep it dry from the rain, so he'll be uh, hiding out under any, um, any uh, sails just to if he's going to play, he's going to play in a dry spot. Yeah. But otherwise, it's just going to mess it up. Anyone else? Any
0: ideas of, of what your characters might do to to pass some, I guess, quiet times? Uh, it seems like when the captain and the officers are on deck, there's a lot more propensity for attacks and things like that. But with them taking the heat under the waves, you guys have been unmolested.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm sure ku could be regaling them with stories of other card games, which is why he's not allowed to play on on ship, because he keeps using illusion magic. He's like, oh, yes, and we <laughs> switched cards. It was brilliant. They thought I had two threes. I have 24 aces right here <laughs> the entire
0: time. <laughs> One for each plume. <laughs> I, I should mention at this point, like I said, you, you guys, while you, you joined the Tiebreaker crew solo as people that don't have like other connections to other uh, folks in the crew, you know, you've the four of you been able to bond a little bit over the the last few months, and you have been on the crew when you've fought off other pirate attacks, and you know, taken enemy merchant vessels and and plundered their their loot, and you've got to spend a good amount of downtime in between the Tidebreakers' travels, you know, going from port to port and and listen to Captain Cassius and the rest tell the the. Tales of your adventures, and you've gotten pretty rich. Uh, I, I talked about how, you know, for level five characters, which you are, you know, that's a a good amount of gold you've already accumulated. Of the other pirates that you know of on the ship, besides the the the, the three other of of you, do you think there's any pirate folks that you have gravitated towards? Like, you, you think you'd be friends with any of the others? Like, I, I would like to know. I mean, not specifically, but does does anybody make friends with Itchy Toe Greg?
2: (laughs) No, Mm -hmm. of course not. That's that's athlete's foot,
1: man. I I just
2: decided Mm -hmm. not to go around that sort of thing.
1: And answer there came none.
0: uh,
3: Yeah. Awesome's the type of person who, you know, he's kind of like a force of nature that, you know, you you become friends with whether you want to or not, so. He he mm -hmm. probably least passing friends with most of the people just by the nature of who he is. I'm
0: still, I mean, if if the other folks have listened to how enamored I was with the (laughs) the idea of a seaweed leshy (laughs) magic user, just it still makes me laugh thinking about him. Just like you know. Uh, the The art that you chose for him kind of reminds me of like a green piglet from Winnie the Pooh just like
3: <laughs> oh bother <laughs> I can anyway. see that
0: anyway not uh, not that that's how you played him at all yeah. but I like the I, I mean I don't think there's any of the leshy art path, uh, Paizo's put out that I've not been like that's the best thing ever <laughs> some of the, the mushroom ones are a little creepy but yeah there there's there's a whole bunch of Levels of the crew. You guys are kind of in the middle, but there are Longhorns that have been um, on board the ship since it was re-christened. And, you know, those are some of the mostly officers: Sindar Rosie Custable, but also Ichito Greg. Um, and then folks like you that have been picked up and have been with the ship for a long while. And that also includes folks like um, uh, Ozzy, Bartleby, Sharga, uh, Kovic, uh, the B team that are. You know, about your level, they're a little bit, I mean, some of them <laughs> maybe more combat-oriented. Um, folks that have joined up in the midst of the voyages, but there's also a, a good amount of ever-present novices. New pirates and old hands that maybe will only be with the ship for a short while. You know, your greenhorns, if you will, that are only about 10% of the crew. And they're pretty rambunctious. There's still some fights every once in a while with with uh, clashes between these different pirates. But one of them in, in particular maybe. Gives you guys a hard time, and that's uh, a faction of of uh, these new pirates, led by none other than Dad Murdering Jim, a salty bucktooth pirate that has given you guys constant troubles. Just maybe jealous that you've been with the the crew longer and you have a slightly larger stake in the treasure. Um, as you guys are are hanging out below deck, young Jack Scrimshaw. You know, kind of nudges uh <laughs> maybe nudges Chumaloy accidentally, but uh whispers in your your guys' direction, uh don't look now, gents, but old old dad murdering Jim's on the warpath. As you see him uh saunter up to you laughing with his posse. You've got Vegetarian Steve, narwhal Tate, Chartreuse Treese. Um they seem to be laughing at a Number of body and crash jokes, and uh you see the the humor go out of Jim's face as he comes up to you all and looks down. Um, we got some fairly short. I, I think Kook, you're you're fairly tall, right? Or are you you may be the tallest of the, uh, the medium. Yeah, of of these folks, everyone else sees a you know a fairly snooty human male. Um, Dad murderer, supposedly uh, Jim. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to our real Jim. Yeah. this is, this is no um, reflection on your name. This is just what came up when I think Seth named this character.
4: that sounds probably right.
0: <laughs>
4: but uh, yeah, he he
0: looks down at you guys and says, Oh well, if it isn't the captain's pet projects, hard at work again, are ye? Uh, what makes you think you're worth your share of the loot? Uh, that that those officers just pulled up out of the depths, depths there. Uh, all ye got's to your your crew. You got an automaton, and you got some some magics conjured between you. And I'll give you this: ye, yeah, your dwarf there can carry a tune. But what this ship needs is oh, a good blade, some strong muscles, a, a little fighting prowess, and and the courage not to run away from a fight. Do you think you all got what that takes to to be a part? Of this crew for the long haul.
3: Um, you uh, solved the dump? hurricane, right?
0: <laughs>
3: yarr, you yarr. want to sort the hurricane? We're gonna sort out any ship that
0: this vessel comes up against. But uh, your your fancy spells won't last too long, and uh, not as not as much as a, a blade. He's got a uh, you know a fancy rapier, I believe, um, that he he sports his. His dad-murdering
4: rapier. (laughs) Uh, Delmore kind of nudges Chumalloy, which stands up to probably his equal dad-murdering Jim's height. Oh, no. And has a large blade coming out of the side of his uh, arm. I think I have decent blades, and I think Chumalloy does, too. I I think you uh, just don't realize that uh, intelligence and guile beats, well, broadened stupidity. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, y- you all survived
0: the last attack by the 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 illusionist. And, and when we took the other ship full of all the the fancy floating armor. But uh, you you won't last another few seasons on this ship. You best cash out and, and turn in at the next port for when there be a, another officer commission on this vessel. It's going to be me that's up for it. Or maybe Sharga. She's pretty mean, too. But me, <laughs> if not for her. And not uh, any Colonel, lot.
2: Krendel steps up and says, Well, Milan, I don't know if I've ever seen a blade slice through the wind. But if you can make it happen, I'd be very impressed. Ah, well,
0: well, we'll see. Just you stay out of me and my boy's way here. I'm training them up to be some of the toughest fighters on this ship. Uh, you guys are interrupted as... Uh, Uh, A shout comes down from the the top deck that uh, there's been a a sighting from the crow's nest. As you you make your way to the top deck, uh, you see none other than the new transplant to the Tidebreaker. uh, A former Wormwood crew member, Kalki Tarun, uh, who's (laughs) pulled... Crow's Nest duty for the majority of the days she's been on board the vessel. Uh, She calls out and says, a ship coming through the storm, a sails down. And you guys can look to the the distant north here as a a misty rain parts. And you see a ship half listing on the the waves in your direction. And as it gets closer, it's, you know, outline here uh, against the storm. You can see indeed the mast um, the mainsails, they are down and the mizzenmast seems to be uh, broken, cracked and you guys can watch uh, along with the rest of the crew who have now come up the top deck here along with the remaining officers on board as this vessel limps towards the coral reef and an island a few hundred meters away and seems to lodge itself on some some rocks or maybe a sandy shoal um, there seem to be uh no no lights or, or movement that you can see on the the vessel far away but um well I'm, i mean, this is a good enough time to, to make a perception check once you make me a perception check peering out across these these uh these waters Ooh. all right getting getting our first natural one out of the way good
2: Ah, uh, man good work. i i don't i think uh i think quindle is just um still setting himself up and got kind of uh stuck behind the gunnels before everybody else or after everybody else got there.
0: Oh, there's a really good one. I think both Kook and Flotsam. It's not really dark out yet. It's just extremely overcast. But uh, you can peer through the, the weather and see, indeed, the ship looks, like the hull looks intact. But um, besides no movement, doesn't seem to be any people uh, on the top side. There is a, a thick layer of barnacles um, on the side of the ship. doesn't look like it's been Taken care of for some time. Um, there's a, a short while while maybe the the officers are, are talking, uh, especially with some of the, the longhorns that have been around here for a while, and they come down from the uh, the ship's wheel, and uh, she's standing on the the stairs and says, uh, oh, "We be looking for some crew to take the rowboats and make for this vessel. It smells of a, a trap, but is is possibly just uh, an abandoned ship." cut loose and and left to the wild currents. Perhaps the crew were scuttled in the storm, but Rosie and I, along with uh, some of our picks, uh, we're going to go explore and see if there are indeed any survivors or anything of value. You all, uh, the rest of you, stand guard here on the top deck and be alert. We're going to shine a lantern twice for an all clear if if we find no danger there. Aye, aye, Cap. Cassius and, and the other... The other officers are down below, and I don't know for how long still, but it's imperative you all be safe. If, if we get into trouble, we have to handle it ourselves and we can't turn tail and run uh, with the, the others down below. So so be at the ready. Uh, she's going to take a lot of the... I don't know. I think most people are, are similar kind of fighting value of you, but definitely some of the best fighters on the ship like Asharga and um, uh Owlbear heart shorn and, and uh, some folks that have some some definite muscle behind
2: them and, and the most feared of all Mahim's is out, out there doing
0: Mahim mm-hmm. is one hundred percent there. Ichito Greg gets called over too. Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna put him with that crew. And uh, yeah, they're gonna head over in these rowboats. I'm gonna take them off the map of the ship. Did I say everybody? Ichito Greg uh, I think yeah, the the officer left on board is uh, uh, Fish Guts Ambrose Croup, and um, he'll uh, you know he's standing by with a cleaver and like a <laughs> a metal frying pan, and uh, you know gives you guys the the orders. You know everyone uh, look alive. We we don't know when Captain Cassius will be back. We've got to protect the ship. Um, there's a quiet that definitely comes over the vessel as you feel people tensing up uh, dad murdering Jem was left behind and you know he's got his his rapier his hand on his hilt ready to go gives you some nasty looks um, what would you guys like to do um, you you have time here to uh, I guess kind of place yourself on you've got the maybe um, the the aft to, to take care of and I should say this vessel is off the starboard side of the, the ship and like I said, a few hundred meters away. So it'll take them a little bit of time to get there and, and get
1: back. Uh cuckoo will cool. secure the rigging. That sounds piratey. <laughs> yeah, I mean if
0: you want to climb up in the, the rigging, that's definitely a place you can can get to. Um you've got uh Scrimshaw Jack trying to get a good view up there as well. I'm just gonna place him off the ship to kinda denote that. Um there's a, a couple of Aft decks um, above the the main deck here, where uh, maybe Ambrose group is up there with you, Delmar. poop by the the ship's wheel, and um, yeah, you see the rest of the pirates just kind of taking taking positions by the the uh, the sides of the vessel. Maybe a few more up in the the rigging. Uh, it it is very quiet on deck, say for the the winds blowing off. The storm from the north, and you guys can watch as these two rowboats go over to this derelict vessel. And you, in the distance, you can see them slowly climb up over its side. And Scrimshaw Jack kind of almost yell whispers uh, things from Kalki Tarun up in the the crow's nest. You know, something like, "Oh, the, the crew've
1: made it on top of the other ship. They have. They're boarding now. They are." Uh, uh, Krendel happily little... on with ventriloquism. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Sorry, you, you go.
2: Uh, Krendel is going to um, remember what happened last time he had a ship on the other side and take up on the opposite end. But also, we'll break the silence with some music to just try and keep people's spirits light. I'm sorry, um, no matter no matter what you try to
0: play, it just comes out as uh, <laughs> the Halloween theme song, John Carpenter's.
2: That's totally fine. That's, that's about what I was going for anyway.
0: It's the Halloween special it has to be creepy. I'll will find uh, <laughs> copyright free creepy music to play behind I you mean, If here. I could
2: play it on my flute I would. it like,
0: do do What's what's creepy flute music? Uh, there's probably it's uh, a creepy instrument, right?
3: Well, I mean, you know yeah. the trick is just find something in a minor key and you'll be fine. Mhm. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I- mm-hmm. So the happy birthday song in the
0: minor key.
3: <laughs> yeah, bum 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 <laughs> So, Don't. so Fl- Flotsam's Don't. actually going to look at the ship, mm-hmm. and specifically the barnacles, because I mean the barnacles being the re- remnants of living creatures that that may give him an idea: are they actually barnacles from this area, or does it look like the barnacles are from a different area, and then somehow the ship, you know, like came free of where it had been. And sailed over here.
0: Uh, That's a great question. And you did roll very high on the perception check. Uh, Why why don't you make me a nature check? I guess I should open up Archive of Nethys and be kind of ready for (laughs) rules questions.
3: Uh, What'd you get? I'm rolling it right now. (laughs) A natural one. So a total of three. (laughs) I thought your character would have
0: some nature skills. You're in my boat getting now. Him.
1: <laughs> uh, getting them out of the way early. It's all good.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly where these barnacles from, come from. Uh, maybe at least you can X out the, the area to the south where you come from, but you're not terribly sure. Uh, I think with that, even with it, you'd be able to tell it looks like they've been on there for some time, but not a lot of info besides that.
2: Um, on that same sort of subject, is there a way that we can tell what um, make of the ship is with like a sailing lore or perception check? Yeah,
0: go. Um, I think you've had enough time to kind of study its its outline in the distance. Feel free to to make that indeed sailing lore, or if you have like ah. engi- engineering, might help as well.
2: Oh, good. All right, you're getting all the, the bad rolls out of the way. That's all you got to do. Uh, I think by the end of the night I might be rolling a 12 if I do six more.
0: Uh... <laughs> uh, Jim, Delmar has rolled well enough with a, an 18 to tell if this isn't a Ramadumi ship, you know, from the other side of the eye of Abendigo, Uh It may be even like a, a merchant design further north from around um, the... Uh, the sea around Absalom or perhaps a, a shellish vessel of some sort. It, it doesn't look like it was really fitted for these harsh waters. Like if it indeed was trying to travel past the, the storm Uh, with that said, uh, as you guys are peering out at this, this other ship, um, maybe a little light fog kind of seems to encapsulate the, the island to the North here. There is a a couple of flashes of of light uh, that indeed you can interpret uh, means the the other vessel they they found nothing of danger, but that might not be true for for everyone. Uh, why don't you guys click on your character tokens and click perception for initiative rolls to see what you can see a danger around you. Oh, here come the the high rolls. Oh, there's a. <laughs> 19 already
3: mm-hmm. so my initiative would be a total of 12 it did not include oh your bonus the makers are messed up so it doesn't include the, f- the full thing okay
4: and got I don't think 20. those
3: barnacles are from the areas where I've cleaned this ship <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: no I think they're from the north uh, th- that ship may be Chilic- Chileish or maybe something from that area in the north near Absalon? I don't think it's from around here. What have I, hmm. what have I
3: rolled? Their, their navigator must be related to Ichicho, Greg.
0: <laughs> He's not here to defend himself. I, I put him on the other <laughs> ship, sadly. Uh, okay. Alright, with that, we've got the initiatives rolled up. As you're looking out at the other ship, from either side of this vessel... Looks like Kook and Krindle are K-name characters. You guys see crawling over the side of the the Tidebreaker, like directly straight up from the water uh, and over the the railings here. Multiple squirming masses of tentacles, all um, all of them in uh, maybe spaced out along the ship, and like five or ten feet between them, uh, underneath a huge nautilus shell like the size of a basketball in, in vibrant colors um, cream and, and some other bright pinks and purples um, indeed you see uh, more and more of these cephalopod aberrations climbing aboard the side of the tide breaker followed by another and another I'm going to start populating the map here Oop.
1: oh we've got squigglers we've got squigglers <laughs>
0: These guys are this guy's gonna go right for dad murdering jam group and uh you know what this is it's not that many so i'll make another one for you guys Boop. Bloop. right next to flotsam uh it is indeed what seems like a coordinated invasion by tentacled suckers and as they they climb up over the edge uh we are in combat um Kook, you've rolled the highest here with a 26, 19 on the dice, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you get to go first, and indeed, I mean, they, they look like uh, giant sea slugs with tentacles popping out of them. This is ca- this is kind of representative of what they look like. I don't think it's exact, but <laughs> they're uh, Ooh,
1: too many teeth, too many teeth. They are technically, I believe, tiny,
0: but maybe the size of a, a large cat or so.
1: Okay, uh, Kuk will ready his crossbow, take aim at one of them, and give it a shot.
0: And you're still up in the rigging, right? So, Yep, yep. Uh, they'll, they'll have to do some climbing to get up there to, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, let's see here. First attack roll is an 18, and that is, believe it or not, a hit. Uh, wh- which one do you want to target? There's a couple on your side ooh, of the vessel.
1: Ooh, the Two one next three. to Flotsam,
0: by the looks of it. Right next to Flotsam. All right, so how much damage...
1: For a measly three.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Still not bad. It it does seem to a lot of the crossbow bolt um, energy is slowed by this this nautilus shell on its back. Um, But flotsam, you see uh, (laughs) maybe you didn't see this thing crawl up next to you, but you do hear a a whiff of a, a bolt going right by your head and sticking into this thing. Uh, another action. What do you got
1: next? Uh, yep. For the final action. They will reach into their pouch and pull out a small figurine ready to use next turn.
0: Okay. Prindle. Um You've got one about 10 feet away from me that just uh, climbed over the berth where one of the rowboats was. Um, what would you like to do? Uh,
2: he is going to um, play a tune. Um at this point, you might want to cut it if, if this t- turns out terribly because I do have my food here. Um, I do have a spooky one, but it's kind of not super spooky. But. Just do it right into the microphone. I'm sure it's going to sound and I'll beautiful. point it at the, same, uh, point at the, the laptop. see how that performance does um you get a plus two bonus (laughs) yay cool (laughs) i've
0: never had anyone pull out an actual instrument i'm so giddy
2: perform all right uh i think oh my goodness gracious might be that might be a um, critical success for certain critical success 17 on the dice plus i'm going to make it linger Mm. i do have to make it linger um the composition lasts four rounds and it is inspired courage, even Ooh. though um, we're telling little children to you know go away. And also with that I'm going to cast a spell. Uh-huh. see if I can make it not hit somebody. Oh, man, I want to cast a spell. and I want it to it's a 10 foot burst and I want it to just hit these two over oh. here. I don't know if I can.
0: The only other one you'd be hitting is vegetarian steam and literally no one on the ship likes him not even dad murdering Jim his 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 crew boss so
2: that's up to All you right. so at the end of that spell when I screw up just like I did uh, it is going to come out as a sound burst oh. uh, with my other two actions um, 10 foot burst those two creatures need to make a DC 22 fortitude save
3: 22.
2: Oh,
0: that's too high for these
2: things. Hmm. Uh, but I, I mean,
0: that sounds about right. Just, yeah. It's word, word, not a great one. Let me roll. I don't these want guys.
3: to Ooh.
0: Uh, critical fail, and then the other one <laughs> is a fail. Uh, okay. 14 on the dice.
2: Alright, so, uh, the one that just regular failed is going mm-hmm. to take, i uh, gonna roll this. Uh, the 10. Yuck. Um, the one that regular failed is 13 damage, and then our... I'm do that again. 10. Uh, takes a total of 31. The critical failure takes 12, 31 points of damage. The regular failure takes 13. <laughs> um, uh, oh, no. I, I Oh, just, Vegetarian Steve. Um, uh-huh. Please succeed.
0: Oh, I have to roll for him, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me... I mean, he's got probably a much a Pirate a much better fortitude than uh, these little uh, crab creatures.
2: Um, crab in creatures. He,
1: he Let me use more greenhorns that way? <laughs> mm. uh, no, he critically failed too. I rolled oh, a 4. four.
2: <laughs> I am so sorry, Vegetarian <laughs> Steve, but I'm, uh, he is Kill I'm also... Vegetarian Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Lateral damage. Um, the regular failure, uh, they're deafened for one round. The critical failures are deafened for one minute and stunned one.
0: Okay, well, you don't have to worry about the the cephalopod that critically failed because it's dead. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I think that is also going to knock down Vegetarian Steve. But well, he deserves it. He is he is dying. One, we'll we'll call him that. Oh, this other one is really hurt up here, right next to you, Flotsam. Uh, and if that is your turn, it's actually going it to it's going to be their turn next, and uh. Hmm. I think this one next to Flotsam is going to... Oh, Is uh, is Tremoloy... Tremoloy's on the stairs, right? Yeah. Um. Actually, let me see who he's going to go for. He's going to go for Tremoloy. This this one that is on the, the the northern side of the map. And the one next to Flotsam is going to stay where he is, I believe. And this one's going to move right up to you, Crindle. You see them, you know, indeed... Oh. Uh, it looks like they move very slowly. They're moving all eight of their little squiggly legs, like super fast, but they're barely moving like half a mile per hour <laughs> as they get up to you. And um, I think, what's their main thing? Eh, it's tentacle attacks, believe it or not. <laughs> so let's let's first make one attack versus Grendel. 13 on the dice. What is your armor class, John? 21 right now. <laughs> I jokingly <laughs> put these on the elite version. I need to move that back. Uh, 21, and I've rolled a 13. Uh, that is just a hit for mm-hmm. 1d4. That's four damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, six points of bludgeoning damage. And for its third action, uh, this thing climbs up on top of you. Yep. And you get the the grabbed condition as these tentacles start, you know, they're, they're trying to <laughs> pull this uh, uh, this instrument out of your hand or maybe trying to lock up one of your legs. Of
5: course.
0: Uh, same thing is going to happen on Flotsam. It's going to uh, start with some tentacle attacks against you, uh, Donald. Uh, Already Five on the dice. I'm pretty sure that's a miss, but what's your AC? Just armor class 20. Oh, definitely a miss. Let's try another attack. A four on the dice, definitely a miss. Well, that means I can only <laughs> pray for a natural 20 on the third attack. No, it's a two. I've <laughs> fought some <laughs> plot armor. I forgot. <laughs> uh, okay. and amb- being so cute for, for
2: getting grabbed by a tentacle monster.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you're just, it like gets a tentacle on and it just like pulls off like a long piece of seaweed. And you're like, oops. And then keeps doing it. Over and over. Um, what is Chum Malloy's AC? Uh, twenty-one. Oh, you guys are way too high. These are not that great. Okay, let's try let's try the first attack. Uh twelve is a miss. Second attack, a two is a miss. Okay. I don't know. I thought this was gonna be a horrific episode, but um that is their turn. You see the other ones on the 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 bow of the ship, um, you know the rest of the crew fighting them off, slashing with them. A couple uh, have already climbed up on your your teammates. You know, Dad, Murder, and Jim is slicing one on chartreuse, and vice versa. Um, Delmar, we're on to you. Uh, what would you like to do, Jim?
4: Um, Delmar is going to use one of his actions to command Chimoloy to this uh, the uh, one that's trying to. Tentacle, at uh, his uh, f- uh, his ally, and then he's gonna pull his crossbow out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how hard it would be to shoot the one on Crindel, but Crindel uh, just uh, uh, stand still. Uh, don't. I'll try to get it, and I will aim carefully at Crindel's when it's on Crindel and uh, fire. So I'll fire that one first. Um, we'll see how that works. Critical
0: hit. Critical hit. Oh, nice. Eighteen on the dice. All right, so yeah, you, you dead eye that thing from uh, from the top deck there. That's
4: normal damage, I guess. That's critical. So,
3: oh boy,
0: oh wow, eighteen points. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's it's almost dead from that. You definitely see the bolt, uh, crindle like sticking through the shell, and uh, a torrent of brackish black blood uh, squirts on your face. Uh, It is not dead yet, though. Um, Uh, At which point,
4: Delmore sees the ink goes, oh, we might want to get some of these. We might be able to use it for ink. Uh, (laughs) Chumloy, kill it. And Chumloy will use its slam attack. I'll see how that works. So 20 uh, uh, 20 for 14 damage. Uh, That is a hit. Bam.
0: Smacking into that one that couldn't get climb up on Chimalloy. Um yeah. Do you have another action with him?
4: Yep. Tremoloy gets two actions if I, use, if I use one action to command him. So his second action will little to, well, the thing's still moving, so it pummels it again. And maybe Ooh, it doesn't.
0: Natural one. Uh,
4: that one. Welcome. Welcome to the rolling bad club with everyone else. Uh, hey, I rolled decent for two rolls. I will really have one bad roll.
0: It seemed like it's only, yeah, there's not been a lot of tens. It's, it's been high or low so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to bring us back or down to the bottom of the turn order and um, Donald to Flotsam. them. You've got a, a weak one right in front of you. There's another one attacking tremoloy behind you and one on Crindle. So he's going to try to uh, kick the one that's right next to him. Kick him. <laughs> just once again, the piglet thing runs through my mind and just like a little <laughs> tap. Yep. Ooh, uh, Five on the dice. That is going to be a miss. I should mention you guys have a, a hero point each. Um Now that you've already rolled a couple bad ones, just a reminder. Do you want to uh, make another attack or do something else?
3: Yeah, I'm going to make another attack.
0: A little bit better that time, and that is, believe it or not, a hit. Okay. Uh, 17 in total, and uh, what's your kick damage do? It's d4 plus 2, so 3 points of damage. Okay, he is still up, but this one is looking very weak on you.
3: Okay, we'll try to stomp on him one more time. (laughs) Third attack. The number real quick. Mm -hmm. So, nope. Third attack's just a seven.
0: Alright, that is a miss, and that's going to bring us to turn two, and back to the rigging up uh, around mid-mast, where we got Kook.
1: Okay, uh, Kook will whisper to the little figurine, uh, roll it down the sail, and hopefully summon a dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh I, I can look up a, a dog token hold on i've got you covered oh yeah of course you've got one in the the thing who's who's this puppy this
1: is waffles the, the t- tiberian mastiff
0: <laughs> oh no i'm i'm in trouble these things look like <laughs> squiggly chew toys so so,
1: so yeah right. that appears starts barking and then i'll use my funnel action to reload my crossbow all righty crindle watch out. watch out they're grabbing their faces
0: <laughs> <laughs> Grendel, you've got a uh, one of these things, like a sucker indeed, on your cheek where you don't have any any beard and another one trying to grab your hand. Uh, you have the grab condition, so you're flat-footed and um, immobilized. What would you like to do?
2: Grendel will pull out his uh, clan dagger and um, will stab at it uh, with one hand and... Uh, so kind of like shaving your back. You're like, ah! <laughs> uh, you glorify, glam. get off of me! Uh, and we'll miss. Um Natural two!
0: Nat-
2: natural two, back to what I was doing before, and then he'll stab at it again. Try to do this. 21. Ooh, that is a hit. Fabulous.
3: 14 on the dice will do.
2: And he's going to do a little bit of damage. Uh, seven points of stabby stab damage. Uh, that is enough to uh,
0: just slice off a couple tentacles and have the the shell portion die and fall to the deck at your feet.
2: Fantastic.
0: Uh, okay, still a couple of these we'll guys. Take it off the ship. <laughs> Wait, no, they could be squeezed for their their uh, ink. Um, Oh, onto their turn. Flotsam, this one is going to try and and tentacle wrap you up again for its turn. Up a natural four, up a natural two. Can I get a natural 20?
4: Hey, a natural 20 on the third attack. (laughs)
0: Uh, Actually, what is its third attack? Its third attack is minus two, but a 20 will still crit in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, right? It's not, it's not Starfinder rules if you don't hit the DC. I, it doesn't count it, as a crit,
2: right? I think it's just you hit but, I don't know, it might be you just hit but you don't do critical damage.
3: Well, that's what I it is to, in Starfinder.
2: Yeah. Believe
0: it or not, we've exited out of the, I feel, I mean, these are fairly yeah. low
3: creatures. So, according to Archives of Nephys, yeah, if you rolled always. a 20 on the die at natural 20, your result is one degree of success better than it would be by the numbers done. So since the number's done mm. as a failure, it makes it a normal success. That,
0: oh man, that makes so much sense, and it's it's worded in such a way that I kind of like yeah. the wording a little bit better than Starfinder, which is very similar to how yeah. it works in Starfinder. Yeah. All right, so even though I've rolled a natural twenty, uh, your AC is twenty, and I've actually got an eighteen, so right. that makes it a regular hit. Right, uh, but this is his last action for the turn. Uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, And the one on Chumaloi is going to do the same thing, but hopefully roll better numbers. Uh, first attack roll is an 11, and that is going to be a miss. Second, a 9. Third, a 10. Okay. Can't hit the giant armored robot, believe it or not, which means we are on to you, uh, Delmar, and Chumaloi. All
4: right. Um, Delmar sees that there's Couple, well, still one Chumle. So uh, Delmar goes, keep on going there, uh, Chumle. Uh, you're doing great. Uh, just try not to break its ink sac. It uh, seems like everyone else is doing it like I did. Um, and uh, Chumle will switch from its normal slam attack to uh, the fin spines and try to skewer some of the tentacles and hopefully not kill, well, not destroy the the ink sac, I should say. So first attack. Just give it a um, nice,
0: nice tentacle shave. 17 and to head.
4: Yep. For nine piercing. Uh,
0: that is going to be enough to indeed shave off its tentacles and it drops to the ground dead. It drops dead.
4: And Delmar. He has a Delmar action. We'll move over here. So move down uh, to the port side so he gets a better aim at the one that's on Flotsam. And uh, since he reloaded his crossbow last round, he's going to shoot his crossbow at the one that's currently threatening fl- Flotsam. Alrighty. That would be, with uh, if the Ling Green's still going, that's an 18. A far mm-hmm. shot, and that is a hit. you are at 13, then.
0: Who needs yep, Kuvik? You're the, the dead-eye uh, halfling, right?
4: <laughs> hey, halflings are good with the ranged weapons, it seems like. Another
0: hit, and another one dead. Uh, as your turn ends, uh, yeah, Flotsam, this one in front of you gets taken down. Uh, there is a a uh, qu- uh, quiet in the combat as you cut them them down. You hear screaming from the other side of the ship. Uh, maybe some gurgling noises. The crowd of of pirates here part. You still see some fighting on the uh, uh, the fore deck, but uh, you see a couple pirate bodies laying on the ground. Vegetarian Steve, uh, Deadburner, Jim included. <laughs> uh, but uh, Scrimshaw Jack shouts from above and says, "Oh wait, I, I blow me!" But they ain't dead. Look at them. They're, they're moving. Uh, you see uh, around them a couple other uh, what looks like dead cephalopods. But as the your what you think might be unconscious or dying pirate buddies next to you indeed begin to stand up, you see atop their heads these sea creatures seem to be clinging to their their faces, their necks. Dead marine Jim is wearing. One of the shells kind of like a hat and tentacles have wrapped around his face um and they kind of stumble to the their feet here does anybody speak uh well i guess aklo right does anybody speak aklo <laughs> nope i think then after some odd words come out one of which you can make out is cassius uh the one on on or what looks to be vegetarian Steve speaks up, but it doesn't sound like his voice. But in Aquan it says, you know, We want your Captain Cassius. <coughs> uh this is what they look like now. Uh whoop. Whoop. there's there's art for for uh, pirates with giant uh uh <laughs> on the squid guys. Uh these FYI are, are called in encuttelesses. In and uh this is one of my favorite monsters from skull and Shackles from the first edition. It's not actually in the API. I think it's in the, the bestiary though, but uh dad murdering gem is now <laughs> one of these guys and, and vegetarian, Steve stands up and he's got another one of them on their head and you see them, you know, start like fighting off Jimothy Tippins and, and, uh, Narwhal Tate and coming in your direction. Uh, but that is at the top of the turn order right now. Uh, Flotsam uh, is there. We're on, we're on to you already. I should mention if you have, if you want to spend the action and have indeed occultism as a as a skill, uh, that would be what you roll for these guys, as indeed they are
3: apparitions. Okay. Well, I don't have that.
0: <laughs> Flotsam all Arcana.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will pull out my... So for one action, I'll pull out my sling. For second action, I'll load it. And for my third action, I'll try to hit uh, Vegetarian Steve. And it's probably Ooh. a hit. Is that potentially a crit? Oh my goodness, it's so high. Uh, so
0: the way this works is we're actually fighting now against Vegetarian
3: Steve's. AC and that is still a crit for twenty-eight. Okay. So first roll is a three. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a total of eight. All right, eight damage on him as
0: you you just whip a, a smooth stone at his face. Yes. Okay.
2: Um, but did you add um inspire courage damage to that?
3: Oh no, I did not. Plus two, right? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Crit. Uh, n- next action. Uh, that would have been all three. Um, mm-hmm. Does it pull out the sling, load the sling for the second action, third action? What's that? the attack.
0: It takes an action to load it. It's not part of the uh, attack.
3: Um. No, I think it actually. I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure it said reload one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good reload one action. Good point.
0: Okay, so that is going to take us to Kook. Oh,
1: Kook. Jim! Jim, let's improve your complexion. <laughs> 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 Waffles um, are we trying to kill them or are we trying to save them or are they already dead does anyone know
0: does anybody have a cultism uh, does I think What's well, up to you. you guys are are ne- next in the turn order if you want to wait for him to study what these these guys
1: are uh, yeah Kuk will delay he doesn't want to necessarily murder people if he doesn't have to
0: make actually everyone can make me a uh, perception or medicine check if you if you're um looking at these guys is over well I guess I should say technically in combat it would be a search action, so that will take one, but you can you can roll one of those if you want. Okay, Cook, you've rolled the natural twenty and <laughs> Grindle, you've rolled the natural one. We've got the, the full gamut here. Uh, Kook, you can tell it does seem like I mean uh, Dad Murdering and Jim's eyes are like kinda rolled back but uh with that perception check you can see that he still seems to be breathing um you know like his he's actually almost looks like he's kind of (laughs) hyperventilating like his uh chest is going in and out really quickly
1: oh they're probably alive
0: (laughs) is very possible Dead, murdering gem and vegetarian steve are still alive uh what what would you like to do you've got you've got a
1: dog on the deck now (laughs) no that's a a, that's a tricky one um how much do I like that burden, Jim is the question. Well, that was my setup at the beginning
0: here is he definitely doesn't like you guys, and uh, he's definitely coming at you with what looks like intent to slice you in half currently, so.
1: Oh, if he lives, he lives. Oh well. <laughs> Waffles, go eat it. I mean the the, the, the squiggly thing.
0: Do you wanna direct him to to try and attack the head?
1: Uh yeah, sure. <laughs> go for the go for the, the wiggly bits. <laughs> Okay, mm-hmm. somewhere.
0: first attack fight attack five on the dice is going to be a miss
1: that's fair enough and for my final action I will then try and shoot the thing off, off dad murdering Jim's head
0: <laughs> 16 on the dice even with our creepy song of inspiration that's going to be a miss
1: um, oh I tried sorry Jim looks <laughs> like you're a tentacle face
2: <laughs> Rindle onto you um, um, question for you yeah. I, this might be an occultism check um would you say that the shell of these um not to list cuttlefish things isn't it's definitely not an un- unattended object think? uh <laughs> yeah I can't use shatter all right um that's his house that's where he just, lives yeah well I mean he could be out of his house I mean he could be you know uh if
0: you're uh, in your house right it's prepared. not on a, unattended it's very much attended by you uh, well, he's at the front door instead of
2: at the, the you know the mudroom in the back no that's all it is yeah he's, all right he, he's got his feet outside <laughs> okay but it's but right, i'm gonna inside. change my change my plans change my plans all right uh he is prendle is going to um he is going to go around one two three four uh possibly provoke an attack opportunity he's gonna go all the way behind um brain slugged dad murdering jen mm. Does that provoke? Do you know?
0: Uh, you said? That, I don't believe it does.
2: Cool. And he did. is going to stab at Wiggly Bits um, on top with his uh, dagger. Uh, right. is Flag- he... Flanking with waffles. Flanking with waffles. Um, and also still inspired. This is round three. And, uh, so stabby stab. 25 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. Cool. Uh, that is... For eight points of damage, and then he's going to stab at it one more time. Go right up here. Oh no, uh, that'd be an eighteen. Sorry, forgot eight- to
0: take off the four. Eighteen uh, with it flat-footed from flanking. It's also a hit.
2: Okay. Um. All right. I uh, I put the flanking in myself. I don't know. If I should
0: have. Uh. Not. That is so. I'm sorry. What What was it with the second attack? It's um. If
2: If you didn't include flat-footed, it would have been a. 18? Uh, 20. A uh, 20. Sorry, oh, yeah. no. Uh, 16. 16. Four
0: flat-footed. Four flat-footed. Uh, only because Waffles is there, I believe that is a hit.
2: Great. For another six points of damage. Ouch. Alright. Alright, 8 plus 6. There we go.
0: <laughs> it's 14. It's 14, guys. It's 14. Um. Alright, it is their turn and you've done a lot of damage to him, so Dad and Jim lumbers backwards and has got his rapier raised, Grendel, to Slice and dice. And slice and dice he will. Rape your attack. Go. Seven. Ugh. Your EC is 21 currently. Uh, just just a baby hit. Just a hit. Oh. So for the rapier. Minimum damage. Nine points of slashing. Gross. Okay.
2: Um. So the only person hit so far. Great.
3: Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) No, I hit. Flotsam got hit first. Uh, Yeah.
2: You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, All right. So another
0: slice and dice. Uh, Three is a miss. And third attack. Oh, I've rolled very low. Three and a five. Um, Veggie Steve will move forward to Flotsam. All right. Veggie Steve. And also try and make a cut attack with a cut less. Natural 19 on the dice. Let's kill the she character that I
3: love. Don't do that. Uh, another D6. Yeah. So that's, like, that's probably a crit. It is...
0: Uh, oh, well, I guess I should probably ask before I just <laughs> roll crit damage. Um,
3: My AC is a 20, so if you've got a plus 11 or better, then it's crit. Wop, wop, wop. Let's see here uh believe it or not
0: not a crit i think i have to roll a 20. so i'm gonna just take the first damage die here of a two and that is seven points of slashing damage um and it will make a
3: second attack though
0: hey there's a natural 20. There you go. <laughs> uh 19 to 20 i'm only rolling super well against flotsam uh but also close to minimum damage uh, 14 points of slashing on the crits how are you doing how is flotsam
3: uh, 20 hit points left.
0: Then we are on to Delmar next.
4: Delmar looks and uh, sees Blossom get hit and yells to Chumley, Chumley, go protect the the nice uh, little play creature. So Chumley will lumber forward <laughs> and look down at this. That well Veggie Steve who um, has never looked really great because he's always been low on iron and well. <laughs> It's it's one of those ironic
0: names. He actually only eats meat, Um, (laughs) you know, like how you call a tall guy shorty, and uh, um, yeah, that's why. I think that's I think that's the established canon for him. I forget.
4: (laughs) And so Chumley is going to see if he can give uh, Veggie Steve a little bit more iron in his diet. Oh, I see what you did there. Slam attack. Uh, Eighteen. That is a hit. For eleven bludgeoning is sorry, twelve bludgeoning with the uh, mm-hmm. lingering. If it's still going,
0: okay. He's not looking too good. Um,
4: and Delmore will, since he reloaded, will uh, actually I think I have to reload because I think I didn't reload last round. So reload and fire Veggie and see if I can stay on aiming at one. And first shot, twenty-six-four-nine. Hey. Another hit, nine damage. Oh, he's still up though after that.
0: Takes a bolt through the back. <laughs> he's been, he's been screamed at and shot and bludgeoned by you guys so far. Uh, I was making Dead Marine Jim out to be <laughs> the antagonist here, but also Veggie Steve. No one likes that guy. Uh, Fairly fl- not. Flotsam, I think that'll bring us to you. You've got you've got Veggie Steve bearing down on you.
3: Okay, I am going to cast the classic spell, hydraulic push. <sighs>
0: Uh, does this have the manipulate action in it? this look. got somatic
3: elements? Semantic and verbal. Arcane attack evocation water.
0: I believe this will trigger an attack of opportunity. I
3: will double check. Okay. We're here. They they are technically puppeted
0: right now and can only perform basic actions. I believe an attack of opportunity counts as a basic action. Oh. Uh,
3: go ahead. We'll make two hit.
0: Uh, so that definitely it, hits. Right. He, he will get a attack opportunity.
3: Okay. First. I'm, I'm just doing this as a level one. Okay. So
0: Five on the dice. It has mistia. So okay, cool. What is your attack? It's a 24. It's definitely a hit.
3: And 36 damage. 10 points of damage.
0: Alright, and that is enough uh, to <laughs> blast him, not only unconscious and onto okay. the ground, but the incuteless kind of burst off his head (laughs) you see tentacles calmari just flying through the air and the uh the shell kind of rolls across the the deck from the push
3: cool and then for my third action i'll reload my sling. back vegetarian steve
0: uh okay and vegetarian steve does technically look pretty dead-ish on the ground but uh he at the very least is unconscious um next turn kook
1: we're back to you you turns out he's only mostly dead (laughs) he's he's 90% (laughs) right uh one rule i had not accounted for uh can i sustain more than one thing if i have the action points to do it
0: yes i believe so i i think that's come up in one of my games before i think you can like technically i think you can sustain like three different illusions Uh, cool cool if you can get three um, illusions up.
1: <laughs> yeah, then I am going to cast Illusionary Creature. <laughs> oh, and, boy. <laughs> and summon a facsimile of our dear captain <laughs> at the top of, at the, right near B4 at the back of the ship. Just so I can try and do a an Tyler impression. It'll be brilliant. <laughs> hey, it's me. Tyler. <laughs> hey, what you, what you all be doing on my ship? Get off. What do you be wanting with me? And that's what that's all he's gonna do for his uh, mm. his two two actions first, and then he's gonna get uh, Waffles to try and help and save Jim. Okay. And Waffles does not help save Jim. <laughs> he ends up licking him instead. No, no, no,
0: he's an enemy. Four on the dice is a miss. Um, Crindle, we are we are back to you. Um, you do see Dad murdering Jim, kind of look away momentarily as. It seems like your captain has has appeared back on the ship in the nick of time to save you all. <laughs> back on the, the top deck. Also
2: super big. Uh so while he's got his back turned uh, I just imagine you made a, a 15 foot gas. <laughs>
1: oh no. <laughs> as fun as that would be, though. You know. <laughs>
2: uh yeah. While he's distracted, uh Krendel is going to stab at Wigglybits on top of uh Dad Jim's head. Stabby stabby. Twenty-seven and I did not do the um flat footed. <laughs> Okay, but with him being flat-footed, that
0: is a critical hit. All right. Four, oh, 12 damage. Still, with your plus four doubled up, that is just enough to, uh, you know, really get in there, shoving your dagger inside this in in and uh, plucking it off like a, uh, a giant tick on Dad murdering Jim's head. Uh, and he kind of shakes his head a little bit and falls to the ground. The creature tries to scuttle away and bleeds out as it doesn't get very far on the deck. And You guys see the few remaining, like, half-alive ones plop over the side of the ship. But it looks like the majority of them have been killed by, by other crew members, and, and we be out of combat.
2: I just did that. Can I... I want to... See if I can recall knowledge on them because I have a thing with my uh, bardic Bardic. So oh it's a cunning it's a cunning dagger. So I'm going to taste the blood and see what the heck those were. Gross. And I don't think I know.
0: <laughs> no, but I think did we did anyone actually roll um no. occultism yet? Does anybody have it?
2: Um I I do. I just oh. that was my first one. That uh oh, I don't have it. Items, uh, oh, the item bonus. I, I probably got an eighteen on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was a critical hit, so I have a twenty total. So a uh, for critical. for the
0: the skill that that'll be enough to, to know indeed that that is what these are in in and um, um, indeed there there are tales of them. They're supposedly fairly intelligent aberrations that uh, that have been known to attack ships kind of in mass, you know, um, tales of them kind of clinging to a, uh, a whale and, and making it its surface to, to have a, a whaling crew bring them up on board the ship and spills out of the, the innards of its guts and takes over a crew. And uh, I think that knowledge that's probably enough to know that this they were probably, Drifting around on this this other vessel, perhaps um, uh, using it as as bait to to try and take over the ship.
2: Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, they also were looking for Cassius, so that's uh, something to let them know about when they get back.
0: Uh, do does any do you guys? Does anybody have medicine or any potions? Because as uh, as you in combat here it does seem like. Uh, vegetarian Steve, Dadmarie, and Jim are alive if you want to try and save their lives. That's, that's a question mark. You can also let them die. That's
1: totally fine. Yeah, let's uh, check in my alignment one moment.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, Krendel does have a couple of uh, potions and he, he feels especially bad for uh, doing that to Vegetarian Steve. Um, <laughs> the, what's, what's the smallest one? I can't. Number, a minor, minor, I believe it. Minor then goes lesser. Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: So he's gonna pour that down. The vegetarian Steve's gullet, and then you want to, uh, yeah, brother hugging dead yeah. yeah, motoring
0: Jim. All so, right. Well, it's it's good that you picked Vegetarian Steve first because he was indeed about to expire at Dying
3: Four. I was gonna say um, Flotsam has two lesser, so he can okay. go pour one, and um, down murdering jim's throat yes especially because he wants to be there to stare in jim's eyes when jim wakes up (laughs) you want to be like on (laughs) his chest (laughs) live live darn you jim we lived you
0: died (laughs)
3: we win
0: uh jim comes to magically uh you know you see some of his wounds healing up and uh as he does he uh it seems like the potion very slowly drained down the back of his throat, and as he comes out of it, he uh, starts coughing and pulls from from his his mouth uh, a long tentacle that kind of uh, seems lodged down there, and, and comes out with like a <laughs> pop sound. <laughs> he says, "Oh, my mouth
3: tastes like rotten tuna fish."
1: Oh, I could live without. I could have done without seeing that. Yes, yes, I could. <laughs> it's
3: gross. Vegetarian
0: Steve says, Oh, you know, vegetarian Steve is into it. He's like, Oh, it tastes pretty good. This is this is called sashimi's, I believe. Vegetarian uh, Steve
2: is now pescatarian
0: Steve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, let me change his name, actually. He's like, That's pretty good. Uh, Ambrose <laughs> Fishcrush Group says, Oh, you can make a, a good enough dinner out of some of these bits, but we want to wash them first. Got your blood on them and all. Uh, the rest of the tiebreaker crew that went to examine the derelict vessel uh, comes back and cleans Sindara Quinn and she will heal up your guys' wounds and uh, for for losing no crewmates, she hears the story of how you, you poured your potions down Steve and Jim's throat from Scrimshaw Jack, the snitch, so,
3: uh, the, the, t- the so, tattletailer. So, so when they get back Flossom's going to try to arrange the guys as a security detail and not allow the people in the rowboats onto the ship until we can shake their heads.
1: Mm-hmm. Check I, need the to, I
3: need to see everyone's head.
1: There there are <laughs> many pirates wearing very large hats, so it's Ignore. not off. Cap- the not the fake stirrupal. Captain Cassius is just like, now lads, now, I need you to all take off your helmet, your hats, and just make sure there's no squiggly things on your brains.
0: <laughs> uh, Itchy Toe Greg definitely has like a giant hood up very uncharacteristically, he's like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Greg, <laughs> Greg, take your hood off." <laughs> no, I don't want to. He definitely had a he was he was smuggling it and cuttleless back. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys, uh, you're you're awarded uh, maybe a little extra share of the treasure and some more shore leave when you get to Quint or Port Peril next. And uh, not long after this, the the actual Captain Cassius, along with Alaris, Hanto, and Kendoso, <laughs> do return from the briny depths with more treasures, more secrets that they've discovered from the brine banshees wreck. Uh, but all that and, and your guys' adventures ahead... Uh, our tale for another time here on Deadman Roll No Crits, because that's the end of our
3: Halloween special. Tiny, tiny
0: octopus creatures, uh, pod people like octopus
3: creatures tried to and kill. We just explained to the crew where the squid ink came for the squid
1: ink soup.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, as they mm-hmm. get back, yeah, but the deck is disgusting—just ink and. Blood everywhere. Yeah, like I said, this is one of my favorite creatures from the. This is actually, I believe, in the first AP volume, uh, Wormwood Mutiny, but um, I I've never integrated it into the second edition campaign, and then I realized it was in a, a Bestiary three, <laughs> so I was, I was excited to see. A, a second edition version of these guys. But yeah, I, I believe I had, I, I made a big long thing. The first time I played through this in first edition with, uh, with like the crew getting taken over by basically little squid zombies <laughs> uh, that can puppet, puppet the crew. But uh, yeah, I was, I was happy to have an excuse to, to cart them out for this one um, guys. Thanks for, for coming back. Aboard Deadman Roll No Crits and helping us, helping us really flesh out this pirate crew. And wanted to thank you, especially. I, I think I did this when you guys were on the podcast before, but for making such cool characters. Uh, <laughs> I really appreciate all four of these guys. I guess five with Chumaloy. And yeah, this is. This is the end of the episode where I typically thank all of our Patreon supporters and I very rarely have four of them in front of me. So thank you for and all the other Patreon supporters out there that make this podcast Cosmic Critic podcast possible and everyone that's listening to this obviously uh, freebie captains and beyond Uh, thanks so much for supporting us, for listening to us, whatever you do Uh, we have uh, I've had a fun time and I hope you guys can can send everyone off here, give them a, a hearty Halloween you know, yar as we go, because that's going to do it for this episode. We'll see you next time here on, on Dead Men Roll No Crits. Yar! Yar. Yar. yar! A quick joke. Well, what is a, a ghost pirate's favorite tea to drink?
1: I don't know. What would be a ghost pirate's favorite tea to drink?
0: <laughs> Thank you for the setup of repeating it oh it's of course it's booty